Welcome to A Creative Life with Castella and Samantha Lawrence. I'm Cass. And I'm Sam. And we like to think of ourselves as your creative business besties. This podcast is all about living your best creative life. We're here to guide you through the ups and downs of life as a creative entrepreneur. All whilst following your intuition and listening to your soul whispers. Let's dive in. Hey, Sam. Hey, Cass. How are you? I am good. I am like bursting with excitement actually for today's guest. How are you? Yeah, I'm super excited today as well. We have Jen Sievers here, New Zealand based artist with us today. I'm so, we are so excited to have you, Jen. Oh, thank you. you. I'm really good. I'm so excited to be here too. Thank you. Jen is an incredible, incredible um, abstract. Would you call your style abstract, Jen? Yeah, it's kind of semi-abstract. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. abstract, semi-abstract artist. (laughs) Um, I've been following you for so, so long and just, yeah, I've seen you go from strength to strength. So, and just absolutely love your work. So really, really excited to to chat with you today and find out more about your process and your journey and all that amazing stuff. Um, so before we dive in, Jen, um, so Sam usually pulls a card at the top of our episodes. So we'll pull a card and, and see what comes up today to really yeah support you in this journey in our conversation today. Awesome. Yay. I love a card. <laughs> Yay. I love a card. <laughs> That's so good. Oh well I love this card and I can't wait to hear how it resonates with you. But this is a Dreamy Moons card mm. and it says we're all just trying to get back to where we came from. And so the message with this is, so dear human, we all came from eternity and one day we will return there. Do not judge others' journeys. They might be still finding their way, but they have their own lessons to learn and paths to discover. They are on their right path, but their right path looks different to yours. All journeys are unique. Such a beautiful, beautiful card. That's amazing. (laughs) How does that resonate with you? I mean, we're going to hear about your journey today, so we can't wait. I just feel like um, in terms of my whole art journey, it's actually quite crazy because where I started started was as a very young child wanting to be an artist and lost that dream along the way and I've returned to it now. And it's like I've I've come home to who I'm supposed to be and I got lots of training along the way from other things that weren't art and then, you know, the universe just launched me back into it and, yeah, it's been amazing. Wow, that's so beautiful. So, so beautiful. So could you, to start off, Jen, give us a little bit of an introduction about yourself and what you do to get us going? Yes, of course. Um, So I'm Jen and I'm an artist. Um, got the best job in the world. I just still can't believe it. Every morning I wake up and I can't believe what I do for a living. Um, I paint semi-abstract landscapes. Pretty much that's what I paint now. I went through mm-hmm. a phase of painting lots of different things, but I've, mm-hmm. I've settled on that as just my happy place. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm passionate about colour. I just love, it just really buzzes me out, like putting different colours together and matching them and making them just work beautifully and it just makes my heart happy. Um, I like to say that I paint joy and I really hope that my work, when people hang it in their homes or look at it online or whenever they see it, that it just brings them a feeling of joy. That's so beautiful. I, yeah. And, and we feel that in your artwork as well. Like it's, um, I feel this sense of happiness and joy, but also this sense of peace as well mm. in your artwork. And I feel like 
um, yeah, you've been on this beautiful journey and your artwork has changed over the years. And we'll get into that because I'm just, <laughs> I love that topic so, so much. Um, but yeah, the landscapes are just, there's just this serenity about them, isn't there? Yes. And yeah. I really feel that when I look at your work and mm. yeah, I, I love this idea of getting up every day and just, you know, being so, so thankful and grateful that you get to do totally. that. It's really, really beautiful. I think the, I think the serenity comes through because that's, I mean, that's, that's kind of is joy for me, like a peaceful, yes. you know, relaxed mm. feeling. And also that's, that's how I feel when I'm painting. Yes. And I think that when we make things, we put the feelings that we're feeling while we make it into them, you know, and it's just like, you know, it's just me floating around my studio with my, with my brushes, listening yeah. to podcasts and fit, like in my happy place with my puppy sleeping next to me. And oh. yeah, I guess that's where the peace all comes from. Yes. Wow. Oh, I love it. I love it. And so we talk a lot about spirituality and strategy um, in business and I want to talk about your journey. Like, so you said that, you sort of steered off that um, artistic path for a little while. And so what were those nudges? Like I so want to hear that story of, of how did you, like what nudges or big, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, what did you get from the universe that was just like, okay, you've got to be doing this. Like whether you like it or not, we're pushing you back into this. Yeah. Like how did that, and how did you steer off it and then back on it maybe? Like, yeah, what did that journey look like for you? Well, so when I was a child, like I said earlier, that's all I wanted to be was an artist. Um, that was that was what I was good at. That was what I was passionate about. And adults around me, with all the best per, you know intentions, told me that that's not a real job. You've got to find a proper job. So when I got into high school, I started sort of looking into, okay, maybe I'll start pursuing graphic design because that's like art, but you get paid. <laughs> <laughs> so they so they said, and so. Um, I, I, you know, I still did art at school. I went to art school, at, you know, at uni, um, dropped out of that because I was having a bit too much fun and then just specialized in advertising, went to an advertising college and did graphic design for about 15 years. Didn't paint anything. Yeah. Um, I amazingly learned so much about, obviously, in graphic design, color and composition and all the things that you need as an artist. So it's like the universe was training me up. Yeah. It also, I learned how to, I was working in ad agencies. So I learned about marketing, about selling yes. your work, mm. about, um, you know, posting things and being out there so that people can discover you. So all, all of that was like my little, you know, background universe school teaching me what to do. Yeah. But it really, really, the, the, the huge intuitive hit came. My daughter was two so she was still having an afternoon nap thank god when they're two you need that nap time right and um i went out with a friend in the morning with with our kids and came back put her down for a nap and there was just this feeling that came over me that i was like oh, i have to paint i have to paint and i, I was like uh, i found a piece of of plywood in, in the in the garage and i found some house paint and some craft paints that i had from my daughter and I sat outside in the sun and I just made this crazy abstract painting. I've still got it. I, I can't throw it away. I don't put it. It's just stacked in a cup, in a corner somewhere, yeah. but I, it's there. And um, I was just like, just overwhelmed. I couldn't stop painting. And my husband came home from work that day and I was like, I'm going to be an artist. And he's like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's okay. nice. <laughs> I think he thought I was crazy because, I, you know, I sometimes come up with these ideas. Um, and I just... I felt it like, you know, yeah. you, you, they say, if you know, I'm really into manifesting and if you feel something, 
if you sit there and really work on feeling it, then it helps it to come to happen. Fruition. Mm. This yeah. was, this actually was given to me. That feeling was like, this is going to happen. And so that just started manifesting it. And I was just, I just did not stop painting from that moment. It was like, there was all this painting backed up behind this wall that was just like yeah. flood, the floodgates yeah. open yeah. and I just just haven't stopped since then it was amazing it's like whether you like it or not this is happening yeah. like you're the vessel yeah. that we're gonna you know use <laughs> totally. to bring this to the world there's actually one other really important intuitive thing yeah that I ignored for yeah. a while and I think this was and this sounds like you know scaremongering but it's it's not intended as this um I've heard so many people say that the universe starts with a whisper, right? Mm-hmm. And it starts telling you quietly and nudges you and nudges you. And if you don't listen, it sort of starts pushing a little bit harder and then eventually it'll like whack you over the head yeah. with a pole <laughs> <Yep>. or something. <laughs> yep. So I, um, I, I kept, I was still working for, for quite a long time, for about probably four years, five years, while working 30, 30 hours a week doing the school runs, you know, being a mum and running my art business. Yeah. So I just wasn't sleeping and I was working all weekend and stuff. And I just kept getting this whisper in my ear to just quit your job. You need to be an artist, just be a full-time artist. Yeah. But as anyone who's, who has ever done that knows, it's the scariest move you can ever make because mm, yeah. you just, you've got all that conditioning that tells you that being an artist isn't going to make you any money yeah. and that you're risking your mortgage and your family and that sort of thing. Um, but I could literally, it was in my head all day, quit your job, quit your job, quit your job. And I ignored it and I ignored it. And then, um, in 2019, I was in Thailand on holiday and I was having a shower and I felt a lump next to my right breast. And I was like, Oh God, that's a bit weird. It's a bit, it's like a heart. It's a bit strange. So I thought, well, when I get back, I'll get it checked. And I got it checked. I thought it was probably just something, you know, sometimes you get little lumps that are made of nothing. Yeah. And got it checked and eventually found out that it was breast cancer. Wow. Um, but very luckily for me, I know this is not the case for everybody. Very luckily for me, it was a very treatable, discovered early. Like the, the doctor said, if you're going to get breast cancer, this is the one you want. You know, right. it's, it's, it's the good one. Right. <laughs> um, and I didn't need to go for chemotherapy. I basically had a, a little op to, to cut it out, got yeah. to keep my boobs. Yeah. And um, then they said, you have to go for radiotherapy. And I was like, radiotherapy is three weeks every single day you have to t- go drive to the hospital and come back again I just didn't know how I was going to do that and keep my job yeah and do all the school runs and stuff so I thought yeah. well this I is to, my I have this yeah. is my time that I have yeah. to choose between my job and my business so I was like mm-hmm. I'm going to do it I'm going to quit my job wow. so that ended up being a huge the the, the universe is basically like well if you're not going to listen to us we're going to make you listen to us now yes. and so yeah, it was, it was a, a, in the end, a huge blessing for me. It just turned into a really good turning point in my life. And I know that it's not that, it's not that for everybody. So I was really lucky. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible, incredible story. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. That I was like captivated then. I'm like, tell me more, tell me more. Your, <laughs> yeah. your nudges are so strong and so yeah. it's oh, just man. so beautiful to hear. Even the yeah. even the tough ones. Even the tough ones. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And I think it's important to to find the good and the bad, right? Like mm-hmm. there's even when things go wrong, there's often there's often something in it that turns into something good. Yes, yes. The whole time you're speaking, Jenna, I was thinking about my mum. She had sounds like the same breast cancer as you like cut right. it out do radiotherapy and she quit her job 
And for ages we'd been saying like we as the kids, as teenagers, were like, you need to quit your job, you come home and complain about it. And then that's what made her do it as well. That's amazing. It's the perspective it gives you too. It's like, oh, my gosh, my life is short. Yes. And I'm wasting it doing not doing the thing that I'm supposed to be doing. Yes. Yes, yes. Oh, it's incredible. It's incredible. Isn't it? And that's that whole, you know, lesson of trust is we don't, mm. but we're also not taught to trust those nudges either and those whispers. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. but if we don't trust it, yeah, something will happen, manifest in our life yeah. to, yeah, just push us into it because it's like, well, if you're not going to do it, I'm going to, I'll do it for you. I think we're going to train ourselves up, right? I think if you, if you start trying to listen to and feel your intuition, act on the small things yes. and yes. see if they work out you know yes. and then and then you can build up your trust <laughs> like since those few things I've literally just like I'm a slave to my intuition now. Yeah. <laughs> I just do what it tells me and it works like it's it's amazing there's there's something out there that's that's guiding us through whether it's a higher version of ourselves or some other big energy somewhere that's guiding us through and it's um if you manage to you know, slow down enough to listen to it and feel where it sits in your body. Mm. It's yeah, it doesn't put you wrong. Which is perfect timing because our last episode was intuition versus ego, and we spoke a lot about this and how to listen to your intuition. And oh, yeah, I need to so listen to that one. I listened timing. to a few others, but I haven't listened to that one. Perfect yet. timing. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so, Jen, like going into then, all right. So you quit your job, and then moving into being an artist, and you still got your little girl at home, like. Can you, how did that look building up your business? Because I think it's easy to see you now and be like, Mm. oh, wow, she's a successful artist. But, you know, you left your full-time job. You were going through that time. Um, How how did you build that Mm. up? What did you do? What, what like intuitive nudges did you follow to get your work out there? Or what did that look like? So I, I, even before I quit my job, I was on a on a really hard mission to build my business. So it was already relatively successful by the time I quit. Um, to get to that point, though, two weeks after my day that I started painting, when my daughter was yeah. napping, uh, two two or three weeks, I was like, okay, how am I going to get my art sold? I need to get into a gallery. I need to get. And I'm like, two weeks. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> I didn't have a clue. But I'm like, no, I know, no I know this is going to happen. So I need to get. I need to get moving on this. And uh, while I was driving to work, I had a. Some, something in my in my head or my intuition said, ask Endemic World. Now, Endemic World's a gallery in um, in Auckland, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's quite a, it's a young gallery. It's not the kind where you feel weird going in. They do lots of, lots of prints and lots of up and coming artists. And so I emailed them that night and sent them, put together a little PDF because, you know, graphic design of, of my work that I had done and said, would you guys be interested? And they said, look, we're, quite busy for the Christmas season. So contact us in January. And I contacted them in January. So it was November or something then. And they said, yep, we'll take some of your work. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> so the, that, that intuitive hit helped me realize, okay, I need to, I need to listen to those things. And every, every time I wanted to do something and felt a little bit scared, I was like, no, this is, it works. You just got to keep, keep pushing through. Um, it was, you know, it got, it got as there's never one big break, which you always kind of hope for. You think, oh, this is my break. I'm going to be sweet now. But it's always just like incremental little bits and pieces. And it's not something you can just sit back and wait for it to happen. Yeah. I, um, 
I was, I'm just constantly always was and still am th thinking of ways of growing my business and trying to, trying to get into in front of different people and get people to see my work and get people to enjoy my work. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And it was, it was a long time, particularly when I was still in my day job of just sitting on my computer all night, doing all the business side of things, yeah. painting all weekend, yeah. going to work, um, just being exhausted basically. Yeah. Um, also then when I did quit my job, I decided to get a business mentor, which was, was a fantastic yeah. idea. Um, she really just helped me, you know, as creatives can be a little bit scattering yeah. sometimes. <laughs> Shiny old she, syndrome. Yeah, exactly. Um, she helped me to really just break things down into step-by-step -step goals. And, you know, we sat and worked out, okay, this is how you can, I decided to go and approach a whole bunch of interior designers because I thought yes. well, this is a good way to get out there. Yes. Um, and so we came up with a strategy for that. And then, Perfect. you know, there were base, there were a few different areas that I decided I could work on building my business because I think the idea of not working during the day in my day job, you suddenly, you're like, oh, what am I going to do all day? I'm just waiting for things to sell. So yeah. filling your time with productive work like that of getting out mm. there, I think was really, really useful for me. A business business mentors all the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. They keep you on track and accountable, and yes, yeah, so, yeah. so good because you just get trapped in your own little like own little world, and it's good yeah. to sort of like yeah step back and and help yeah. help you see that bigger picture, isn't it? Yeah, and like um, you said, the accountability it's it's mm, huge. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so on that same, I guess, vein of like you and your style because it's, it has evolved. And when you start out, like, because there, there's a lot of trust in that, right. And going, okay, well, I'm just going to paint what is coming to me, what feels good to me. I don't know if that's what's going to sell. I don't know if other people are going to like that. I'm just going to do what feels good because that feels good to me. Um, and it was that, how you approached your journey. I feel like you, at this point, you're probably like really trusting yourself now of what's coming through. And was it a matter of fact, it was, was it like, oh, this is how I paint and, you know, I trust people are going to like this or was it more people are liking this so I'll paint more of that? Yeah, I guess it was a little bit of all of that. I, I was painting, I kind of, I would just try and paint the best thing I could at the time. <laughs> and so I would be, um, inspired by a color or a shape or something and I'd, I'd paint an abstract in it interestingly the, when I first started after that first abstract I was really inspired by where I was living which was really out in nature and really beautiful and so I kept wanting to paint abstract landscapes um but every time I tried it just looked weird and so I would and just now go that's back what you're to, doing now I know <laughs> and I would just go back to to abstract it's like I tried and then my intuition was like, oh, we're not ready for that yet. Okay, yes, <laughs> let's, let's yes. get some skills first. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> so the, and then when you're doing, you know, straight abstract, I mean, abstract is so much harder than anything that's got, you know, a subject matter in it because it's so hard to make it not look like it's just a big pile of mess. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so it's all to make it look skillful, you know, yes. so I was, I, but I yes. was just really into trying to work on my abstracts. I then went through this phase where I just suddenly had an intuitive hit that I wanted to paint portraits. So I was doing um, on perspex. I was like, oh, that'll be fun. I can do them on perspex. Um, and I did that for a while and it was actually, it was quite successful, but it was a very technical um, 
not very joy-filled process. Yeah. That the result was beautiful. Yeah. I loved the colours and stuff, but the actual doing of it wasn't like me Tedious. playing with my yeah. paintbrush. It mm-hmm. was just like yeah. very precise. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So so that wasn't much fun. So that was you know, that was something that I was I was like, I'm just not gonna do those anymore. It's just yeah. too too stressful. Yeah. Um but uh, yeah, so the the I guess I just I just sort of muddled my way through a lot of artists including myself at the time, we get worried that, oh, if my, if my style keeps changing, that makes me look a little bit shady, you know, and people don't take me seriously as an artist or they're going to look at my Instagram and think, well, what does she even paint, you know, because it changes all the time. But if you're one of those artists that's still figuring that out, just paint whatever you need to paint. Your, your intuition's teaching you stuff and you don't know what it is. And later on, you'll look back and you go, oh, right. I, right. I picked that thing up from that, that style and I picked that thing mm-hmm. up from that style. And at the end, it all came together into mm-hmm. this beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. So eventually, after doing all the portraits and everything, I did this one series that completely bombed. It was like abstracts, but with magic and crystal sort of things in it because I was really into my into learning about that sort of thing at the time but people just didn't buy it at all. But I needed that bomb <laughs> because... Yes, we love... Well, we all need to hear about those things, yeah. too, right? That <laughs> well, not is, every single piece was successful. <laughs> no. So if that, if those had sold really well, I would never have gone into my abstract, my um, landscapes. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. It was all yes. that journey you were meant to go on. Yeah, so I was feeling pretty dejected. I was like, oh, God, what am I doing? This isn't working. And I um, decided to take two weeks of not painting anything that was going to sell. I was like, which is because at the time I was like, everything I paint, I just listed, 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 listed. (laughs) And so I was like, I'm going to paint just to play for two weeks and I'm just going to make a mess and I'm going to make it weird. And then let's see what happens. And I was, but with the, in mind, always just getting back to this landscape that was stuck in my head somewhere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I did. And the process was really weird. (laughs) There were some strange things along the way. But at the end of that, I painted my first series of landscapes that are in a style really similar to what I'm doing now. It evolves, you know. Yeah, you go, and, but. You, and there was that one phase where you, like that layering, like you know when how you did really beautiful um, colours and then like picked those colours out and yeah. then went over it with white and like yeah. that. I really yeah, love that. Yeah, just let the little pieces yes, poke through. Yes. But th- and, you know, that's such a big part of my current style. Yeah. Because I still start with those washy, crazy layers yes. underneath yep. and then I and get the solid, the solid bits on top and then you get that nice contrast. Like how beautiful is that? Because that yeah. style, even though like to the eye, it obviously looks a little bit different. Yeah. But it's but still like form. It's the same technique. Yeah. Exactly the same technique. Yeah. And then all the little squiggly lines that I was doing, they're all part of my style now too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like, no, it all anyway, works. I don't want to talk about this so much more. but <laughs> um, <laughs> So, Jen, like it's so clear your passion for this. Like it's just, just oozing out of you. I love it. I love it so much. It's clearly like you are living out your dream and that is amazing. And we do like to ask guests that, you know, you're living out your dream, you're doing your passion, but sometimes life as a creative entrepreneur can not be the easiest path to take. So um, I suppose we're interested to hear like your experience with that, but also what today still gets you out of bed excited to do this down the track. Yeah. I mean, getting out of bed to do it is not hard for me. Yeah. I just, (laughs) I was actually thinking about it this morning, obviously working on a commission and I'm just, there's just, there's joy in just watching a paintbrush put color on a canvas 
and then there's a thing there and it wasn't there before you did it <laughs> it's just like I, I made it. that no I made mind. that <laughs> it just happened and yeah I and then it. it's just like it's like you're making magic it just feels it feels so cool and I'm not I'm not like oh I'm amazing I'm making magic we all do it anyone if you're just scribbling a line you, you're making a thing that wasn't there before and yeah oh it's just it's so it's so good I mean the, the on the on the the flip side of that but it can, the hard side I think can be um sort of juggling life and work my daughter gets a bit resentful because I'm you know she's like oh you're painting again you know um <laughs> although now she just plays it she's she likes to play with the kids next door so she just goes out and plays with them <laughs> and I can paint but you know juggling when you're feeling not your best to try and you know get up and actually make things that are supposed to be filled with joy if you're going through a bit of a rough time personally that can be a bit hard but it can also be a, an escape so I guess it can it can work both ways yeah and just getting everything done and all the ideas in my head I don't have enough hours to make them all happen <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah do you get um not creative blocks but I mean, sometimes staring at a blank canvas is the scariest thing you can do to be like, where do I start? But I think maybe as part of your process, like, you know, because your process is so like, okay, let's just slap paint on there and let's see Mm -hmm. where it goes. Is that been your way out of not like sometimes when you're like, I just don't know what to paint, that that is the start of that journey? I think with abstract, that was the start of my journey and abstract has that scary thing where you've got to wipe canvas in front of you but the luckily the landscapes I paint now almost all of them start from an actual place so I'll find a photograph of a place that inspires me or a place that I've been to which I've now turned into my new way of getting inspiration I actually have to travel for my work (laughs) and it's awesome because you do get a a better feeling for it and um you get to go places by the way exactly exactly um so I'm like oh well I just had to take another trip to Queenstown (laughs) (laughs) and so once once I've got that so for example I did a trip around the um South Island at the beginning of this year with my family and took thousands of photos thousands and thousands and just like just so overwhelming how much inspiration there was there But process-wise, what I then do is tap right back into the intuition, flick through the photos really quickly, the one that jumps out, and I'm like, I remember that one, paint that one. And then I go and I do that for the next next one once I've painted it. And the good thing is that once I've got that that, um, scene, all I need is get my outlines down and a colour scheme, and then I can just start playing. Yeah. And now you, like I see you integrate that graphic design knowledge into your artwork because you'll bring it in, like if you're, you'll bring it into Photoshop and just like have a bit of a play and see how it looks. Like, I think that is so, so genius because it's it's, it's so lucky that I can do that. Right. It's a skill that I have. So especially, particularly if I'm doing commissions, um, I like to be able to show people what the commission is going to look like before it happens roughly like I don't do it nice and beautifully with all the textures and stuff it's just a sort of I just map it out so they can see the colors and the shapes give them a few options um and then I use that as my as my map for the for the painting um sometimes if I'm playing in a new style then I don't plan it as much but sometimes I'll get to a painting halfway through I'm like "Mm, something's not working so I take a photo put it back into photoshop and just paint over it and decide what the next what the next step is. It feels a bit like cheating, to be honest, but, um, it's, but it, it, it works really well. <laughs> yeah, and it's 
yeah it, and it's a process that's so unique to you though mm. and it's yeah still you and your you. work it's not yeah. like and yeah. saves you so many hours of like repainting something to see what it looks like totally and the second you don't second guess yourself then too which is great so mm. when I'm when I'm sketching on my computer I just I do like really expressive lines and then I can replicate those lines with a paintbrush later on when I would usually be a little bit more careful if it was actually a paintbrush you know that's so cool so I feel like you've shared so many examples actually of this Jen where you just like so clearly just follow your intuition with all your decisions in life and business which is super super cool can you think of an example that was just like maybe stands out as really when you've gone okay that that is probably like the typical business thing to do but it doesn't feel right to you and so you've done it your own way in a different way I, th- I think the biggest example of that was really when I started emailing agencies, I mean, agencies back in advertising, when I started emailing galleries two weeks in. I mean, and I think that that is, that's not the way you're supposed to do it. And also it, business-wise, you would usually work on your product a little bit before you start trying to sell it. Yeah. <laughs> but I was just like, you know, posting it on Instagram to an audience of 20 people or whatever it was and just, and just, trusting that there's a reason that I'm being put up, you know, that I'm putting this out here and I'm just going to go through it and see what happens. Yeah. So good. It's so inspiring. I'm just loving hearing you speak. <laughs> like you are incredibly inspiring and I love the way that your brain works. Like here, yeah, hearing your thought process and then how that goes into your creative process. Yeah, it's really yeah, cool. It's really, yeah, really awesome. oh, it may, it's, it's just makes me so excited. So maybe that's what you're feeling. <laughs> yes, probably. Yeah, yeah. What about challenges, Jen? What's your biggest challenge in, would you say, like in maybe in business? I mean, we've spoken about like the business life balance, mm. which I think is like especially for mamas, you yeah. know, in creative business, it's it's a real juggle. Like what about in, in the actual business side, in the creative mm. business? What would you say is a big challenge for you at the moment? One challenge in general that I have is um, letting go of tasks that I don't need to be a part uh-huh. of. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> growing my business, I now have an assistant who just, she's a virtual assistant. She lives down the road from me, but we just, she just works online. And um, she, she works part-time on some of my stuff that I don't need to be a part of. That was quite hard to let go of. But as soon as I did, I'm like, oh my God, I don't need to be placing those orders and you know, doing things in zero and doing all this, this stuff that's not in my genius zone. That was yeah. I had another business mentor afterwards when I was on in growth mode and she she helped me to do that to try and outsource more things. Um I also I find it quite hard. I'm starting a new a new thing, which I'm feeling a little bit like I'm out of my depth, which is the um I'm starting a homewares brand. Um that was a huge intuitive hit. So I'm like, I just hope this is right because this may be the first time that it's put me wrong who knows but I designed all these I designed all these these cushions and and tablecloths and napkins to start off with and it's just there's just been delay after delay and I'm like oh my god am I doing the wrong thing but they're on a ship right now like technically just out of Auckland nearly nearly here and I've been trying to get this done since January wow Um, 
But I, I'm just hoping that when they do arrive, it all starts making sense. Because for now, yes. it just feels it feels quite scary. The, that whole new yes. new world of things. Mm. <laughs> yes, because yeah. you're like, okay, well, maybe this delay is happening for a reason. Exactly. Because, like, to justify like what's actually happening. Because <laughs> yeah, what's the what's the universe saying? Why is the ship so yeah. slow? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the trusting doesn't, I mean, it gets easier with the little things, but with the big things, it doesn't, you still like, yeah. okay, all right, yeah. deep yeah. breath, let's go with this. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm just, let's hope I'm just, this one works out. <laughs> literally just breathing my way through it and just hoping that, yeah. that this is going to work out. And if it doesn't work out, that's there's, okay. there's something I've learned that, along the way. You <laughs> totally. know what? I think that's how you have to look at it because even if it doesn't work out, there's some, there's lessons in there that you have had to learn anyway. Yeah, don't, don't make cushions like you thought you should. Don't make cushions. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you tell us more about that, the homewares? Yeah, I just, I just had this, I don't know, it, it came to me in a vision of a photo shoot that I wanted to do on a table, like a pretty table. And I just got so excited about this photo shoot. And uh, that's how my brain works when I'm supposed to do a thing. So I did it. So I um, painted some designs. Um, I kind of wanted to position it somewhere. I mean, there, there are so many amazing homeware brands out there, like, you know, like Sage and Clear and Kip and Co and Bonnie and Neil and all of those, just so many beautiful things. But I just sort of wanted to do something that's in my colours, something that can, yeah, can have that peaceful feeling, but with a little bit of fun in between, um, using my brush strokes and stuff. And um, yeah, so... So hopefully, what it, so what are you thinking for launch then if this oh. ship arrives? Well, if the ship ever gets here, I've got a whole, I've did, I've did some really beautiful photography with the samples that I've just been sort of putting a little bit out there just because yep. I'm excited and I'm like, yes. well, maybe I've done that too soon. Who knows? But um, I, yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to be posting it and, and hoping that people like it really yeah, yeah i've got i've got a big audience you know so yeah. i was going to do pre-sales but i'm just so scared that the ship isn't going to get here yeah, i'm just not doing them now because i don't want to have to then repay mm. everybody so i'm going to wait until it's arrived and then and then do it i did pre-sales for for my um stores but not for the public know, for, not for the public yeah yeah, yeah. oh that's yeah. so exciting that's this is so exciting yeah <laughs> yeah let's it's called jen jen um jen the, the, jen. Oh, that's what my little niece well she's not little she's 18 now but she was <laughs> little and she used to call me jen jen when she was little and a few people over the years have just called me that so i thought it just feels nice and familiar like a sort of happy homey thing Yes, yes, oh, yes. So, so beautiful. Cool. We can't wait. We can't wait. <laughs> We're going to follow this that. for sure. We'll yeah. Watch this space, definitely. Yeah. And, you know, it's like one of these things too where like as much as you're like, oh, is this like I shouldn't do it, sometimes it's just the divine timing, right? Yeah. Like the ship is going to come when it's when the it's right time. <laughs> Maybe that's come. it. Maybe you, yeah, I think you might be onto something there. I hope so. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> so. definitely. Jen, I'm so intrigued. Do you know what your human design is? Do you know that I've done this before and I'm, I actually can't remember because I've done oh, so I, many of yeah. those things that I can't even remember which one's which. Which one's which, <laughs> yeah. I just feel like you must be a generator because you get so excited and then do something. Yeah, and it that's does like, sound familiar because it sounds like Jen and I think I remember the, the Jen. Uh, yes, <laughs> yeah it's just following that love following that love of what you're doing and yeah mm. yeah that's all you can do that's yeah you can do. It's just yeah and what an that. awesome life to be able to do that oh it's just just so good 100% 100% and so what advice would you give to creative entrepreneurs Jen especially artists we're going to focus on artists because 
so many like I mean just picture yourself like your back is like itching to paint and like want to get your work out there it's obviously a different landscape today than it was you know when you probably first started putting your work out there Mm, um but yeah what advice would you give I think a huge bit of advice is to back yourself like there like you've got to go out there confidently you know how many artists there are out there painting and not even sharing their work that's not going to go anywhere and then when you do share it say say nice things about it you know it feels (laughs) icky it feels icky to start off with but like don't be like, oh, I made this thing. Sorry. You know, Sorry. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> like, yeah, like know. just talk about what makes you excited about it. And then, yeah. you know, it's, it's, and people will start feeling that excitement and it, and it, it sort of carries through. I think also these days it's a, it's a sad but true thing. Film everything all the time and make reels and make content. We are slaves to the content machine at the moment. Um, and if you can find your zone of doing that in a way that doesn't feel forced, then even better. Um, but just having, you know, it's a really joyful thing to watch a paintbrush put paint down. People like looking at that. So just every now and then when you're painting a few times a day, just, just film that and get that out there. Later on, you could even put it into a reel, even if you don't do it now. Um, I've seen artists that get to a point where they, they're just about to, you know, they get a big break or they're about to start off something amazing and then they, they freak out and they shut down. Um, at that, you know, it's all that imposter syndrome stuff that starts coming into our heads. Um, just, we just got to learn how not to listen to that. I think having a good, some sort of a meditation practice or something where you can actually calm your mind and figure out that that's just your brain telling you stupid things you know, so that you can separate that that's not the actual truth, that's just your fear. So you can get past that. I think that's a huge thing. Um, yeah, uh, get yeah, get into get into shops, approach shops if you can. If people are looking for beautiful work, you can just send them a few photos and you'll be surprised at, at how they, they might be interested in your work. Um, and then you're getting out to their audience, which is, you know, which is amazing. And creatively, um, read big magic you guys have you read big magic yeah yes. okay. <laughs> big um, because once you've read that um, by Liz Gilbert of Eat Pray Love um, she talks about how creative creativity works in her theory which is now my bible of how creativity works and how you follow little breadcrumbs of inspiration and just see where they take you instead of this big scary you know what am I going to do it's just like oh what if I try that and just curiosity hints along Leading the way you, yes and that can help you to find your style and it can help you to do the things that make you happy and that, that people like yeah that I was going to say that because it um especially with a lot of my surface pattern design students style is a big one we talk about uncovering your style a lot it's a real passionate subject of mine but um yeah and I was going to ask you too what what you would what sort of advice you would give because I think a lot of people starting out hold themselves back from mm. even sharing anything because mm. they think I don't have a style yet. I don't know what my style is yet. Like it's such yeah. a massive like this thing on a pedestal a that you've got to like. Yeah, achieve. I know it's, yeah. it's it's crazy, and I can see why. I had went through the same thing, but just like I'm telling you to now that I've been through it, and you don't need to decide on your style before you start selling your work or anything. 
sell sell three different styles at the same time. People, yeah. don't, no one got angry with me about that. It was no. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the thing is too, like a lot, a lot of people starting out, like are comparing them themselves to people like you, Jen, who mm. have been in the game a long time, and you have spent countless hours in your Getting studio there, yeah. experimenting and following those breadcrumbs and it's like it looks yeah. like you just got to this place <laughs> but, yeah. but then you add up the graphic design years that like all that all that it was just like one nudge after the other just like yeah. slowly 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 yeah it is it's all incremental and it's I mean I did I used to do the same I'd be comparing myself when I started to you know I'd be like oh Annie Evering on one day Annie you know? Evering. <laughs> I know we're gonna get Annie on one day aren't we? oh she's amazing yeah. um, but I it's, it's, I guess we all do that right we all compare ourselves but it's it's important to just step back and go hang on a sec I'm at a different point and I'll be there one day but also I am me and there is only yeah. one you and yeah we're not all any we're we not all Annie no. <laughs> or Jen. We all have our own perspective to share. We all have yeah. our own story to share. We all have mm. something unique to share. There is no duplicate of each other. So, yeah, yeah we've just got to so trust that. And it's, yeah, yeah just something. And it's also, I think, important to remember that I think sometimes we get led to believe that art is frivolous and meaningless and that, you know, oh, if I spend all my time painting, I'm doing something silly. Yeah. But it's, I think it's so important you know life what would life be without art and music oh, and yes. any 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 of any the arts yeah it's I think that it's don't don't downplay how important our role mm. is in in the, the world to yes. to make beautiful things it's really important amazing oh, well said couldn't agree more <laughs> absolutely on that note I think that is the most perfect note to finish on as much as I don't want to say goodbye I just yeah I want to say a huge thank you Jen Ooh. your joy has just it's just like oozing out of the screen I'm sure anyone listening can feel it too it is just so beautiful like you're such a light and it's so inspiring and just beautiful to, to be around so thank you so much for sharing everything that you have yeah, today yeah and even on your social media Jen like just you share so openly and that is what I love about you as an artist because a lot of people can be like oh no I don't want people to like know my process or copy me or anything like that and you're just so such an open book and so therefore like even more of an inspiration so yeah thank you for being you thank you guys and it's just been such an awesome opportunity to gush about the things that make me happy so I really appreciate that also I love podcasts as a medium I listen to them constantly so being able to be on one always just makes me feel a little bit proud do a happy dance yeah yeah yay awesome thanks so much Jen appreciate it thanks guys bye bye see ya thank you for joining us on a creative life you can follow our creative lives on Instagram at Castella Design, at Revelos Design, and of course the podcast Instagram at The Creative Life Podcast. If you liked today's episode and want to hear more, we would love it if you subscribe and leave a review. And if you want to be featured on the potty with your own question, shoot us an email to hello at a creative life podcast.com. We'd love to hear from you. See you next time. Big love. <laughs>